Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Just on the night, like the 4th of July. Cause baby, you're a firework. Come on, show them why you work. Make them go, uh, 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 as you shoot across the sky. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Negotiation Bible style. What has you fired up for 2017? This is a Christian Car Guy show with our good friend Bob, our Christian junkyard guy from 109 You Pull It. But Jesus warned in Matthew 24, 12 that in the last days, and because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. So with that in mind, you know, I never thought about being a firework before, but I was thinking about that song this morning as I was on my way in that God's love, it kind of fires you up for things. And he, the whole idea of fire was chasing me all week long, Bob. I could not get it off my mind. I'd heard a sermon or, or sort of a message by John Eldridge about God's love being fire. And it was going through the Deuteronomy a passage where, you know, God's jealousy is a consuming fire. And then that passage from Matthew, where the love of many will grow cold. So I thought, started thinking about this, Bob. Moses, what did he see first? A burning bush? Abraham, right, when he made the covenant before Moses. What was it? It was a burning torch that was going between the sacrifice. And then, you know, the whole Jewish golden lampstand and the altar that they burn the sacrifices on is fire. And then if you get in the New Testament, what happened at Pentecost? Tongues of fire, right? And the sun, for goodness sakes. I mean, when you woke up this morning, if it was cold outside, like where you were, Bob, where I was, what warmed it up? It's this ball of fire. In fact, every light bulb 
that's lighting up whatever it is that you're, you may be seeing if you're inside right now. It's a little miniature fire. And every car that you ever drive, even if it's an electric car, guess what it runs on? Fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, Bob, fire has a little different situation in your life because it, it greatly, ref, you know, affected what happens at 109. It changed everything for us, brother. And, uh, you know, we it was at the time we just saw it as the worst thing that could possibly happen and uh, and just knew that it was how traumatic it was. But the fact that nobody got hurt, nobody even got a blister. We had one mashed finger during the whole fire episode there. And uh, that was where Rob was trying to get the car out of the... Um, that he had had me tied up in in a previous commercial. He wanted to get it out from under the shed so it didn't burn up. So while they were hooking the chain to the to the bumper there uh, to drag it out from under the shelter so we could save that car that he loved so dearly, uh, they mashed a finger. And that was the only injury we, we had during the whole, the whole process. But so many great things came out of it. Um, strength that we never knew we had. Uh, uh, people working together, the community getting behind us, people showing up the next day and bringing over coffee and donuts and stuff. I mean, fire really had a, uh, it was a bad effect right at the first, but in the long run, it, um, you know, we just made a positive out of it all. And to see everybody come together like they did to, uh, you know, make such a stand and, and just refuse to, to to succumb to the uh, tragedy there. So the question that actually all week long, I had a listener um, that was texting me, Robbie, what about new year's resolutions for 2017? He kept on hitting me with, I must've gotten 30 texts. Robbie, what about new year's resolutions? And he, he came to me with several, you know, more Bible study, more time in prayer and this, you know, and, and so it was clear to me that, you know, God's kind of rustling around and saying, Robbie, what's got you fired up for 2017? And so I thought, well, what a great topic and what a way for you to contribute to the show. I'm interested. I know God's been pursuing you this week. I know he has. And so how has he pursued you? What has you fired up for 2017? You call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. What, is, what are you feeling you know, I'm not talking about pressure here of New Year's resolution. I'm talking about something that you're feeling God is kind of saying to you. I'm trying to get your attention here, Robbie. <laughs> what is that? 866-348-7884. Yeah, Bob. I just think it's amazing that uh, this is your topic. I had no clue what we were going to talk about. You sent me a text about you just fired up this morning. And I just thought <laughs> that was normal conversation. And, uh, but for this to be our topic and uh, to refer back to the fire, and God has definitely been working on me lately and uh, trying to get me fired up. Um, I, I'm struggling with uh, my time in the Bible and, uh, and making it good quality time and undistracted time. And the things we've discussed right before the show has just made it crystal clear that uh, God wants me to get fired up like I was, you know, the day of the fire and the months thereafter because that for me was the, one of my strongest times because that day while the place was on fire and, you know, flames still 
30 feet in the sky, um, I'm feeling as strong as I've ever felt and as calm as I've ever been because God was holding me up and he drug me right around and, and just, you know, stood me up straight and tall and and there the place was on fire and and I was able to speak positively and confidently about everything was going to be fine and, and we were going to open up the next morning. I well, didn't, and, and didn't I know th- exactly how. But, but. I think that that's a critical thing that you're pointing out that I would love to just highlight is that in a fire, if you've ever built one, if you're a Boy Scout like I was, <laughs> you know, the more heat you can get generated, the more logs that you stick in. You know, if you start pulling out the stuff that's on fire, the brands that are on fire, the light that doesn't take long, the fire goes out, even though you got one still burning, the more brands that you get burning, the better off you are. And so if, if, if you're thinking about that fire, that when you start to get hot, you catch other people on fire. And the next thing you know, you got this whole group that's on fire and this spreads amongst other people. And this is why I'm hoping that you will call and spread the fire that you are feeling that God has given you this year to take into 2017, 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four because that will spread, won't it, Bob? It's one of my best examples I've ever used to uh, talk to somebody about why we need to congregate and everything because it's the campfire example. You're sitting there around the campfire, and and after it's burned for a while, you got all these glowing embers in the bottom, and they're just down there putting off heat and fire and light, and and it's just awesome. But you can scoop one of those little embers out and set it over here by itself. And in almost no time, it just goes right out to nothing. But then you sweep it back into that pile of embers that's glowing and just no time, just instantly, it's putting off heat and light and uh, warmth again. And uh, it's it's been one of my best examples. And I really hadn't thought about that in a while. So. Well, check God's out just for your edification, Bob, because I've been studying fire so much this week. Go check out Zechariah one after the show because you said you're going to get into the Bible more this year. One of the things you need to check out is Zechariah three four. They talk about that brand being plucked out of the fire. Really, that's the that's the verse, and the ramifications of that are exactly what's going on. But by the same token, if you can call us, tell us what God has put on your heart for 2017, and it may be about cars. We would love to hear it. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Of course, one of the big things that we feel passionate for, we're on fire for here is the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms, Widows, Families in Crisis. It's the last day of 2016, which means for a lot of people, they have an opportunity to take advantage of the tax, you know, not having to pay you know, income tax by giving a large donation of some kind or even any donation. This is an opportunity still here that's in 2016, and we still have a website, christiancarguy.com, and we have the Jesus Labor Love that you can go get the address and all fit the website, christiancarguy.com, and find out more about that. We are, of course, talking about where you're on fire and what we would love more than anything, like the person calling in right this very second, is to hear what God has got burning on your heart, 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truths. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up.
What has you on fire for 2017? What has you just so passionate? You thinking this could consume, consume me in 2017? That would be a good thing. Love for God, those kind of things. I would love to know what your thoughts are. We have Pam calling in in North Carolina. She's got something for us. Pam, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Well, good morning. How are you? I am on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, um, uh, it, that's a good thing, and it's also a bad thing, because um, my home uh, burned to the ground when I was five years old, and oh, wow. um, I uh, sustained a 50% third-degree burn, and uh, of course, my life was forever changed. And um, it hasn't been until the last probably 10 years that, um, you know, it's just like, kabam, my life has just turned around. And uh, because of what happened to me, I realized that I have a voice that few people don't. uh, Because, um, like Bob, I've experienced it uh, on a personal basis. And so, for me, it's just getting the word out about fire safety in our homes, because over 80% of fires occur in our homes, and, you know, we have fire sprinklers everywhere, but the place that we should feel the most safe, and that is our home. And especially at this time of year, there are so many home fires and injuries, and it is so incredibly costly. And most folks just don't realize that it only takes three minutes, three minutes for a fire in your home to become deadly, deadly. So for me, it's just, it's just getting the word out that if there's a fire in your home, you need to get out. And most folks just don't do that. They try and get things out and, um, they just don't realize that their time is so limited, and it's mainly because of all of the acrylics and plastics and all of these synthetic things we Combustibles, have in our homes now. Yeah. yeah, that make things make the smoke. Deadly. Wow, Pam, what you're saying is, and I, I think it's so critical. Three oh, minutes. Oh she, you've got three minutes when you smell the fire. You know, whatever you're seeing, you got three right. minutes to get what's most valuable out of your house, and that would be the people, the, the, right. the family and those kind of yeah. things. And I would also point out that, you know, I've heard that when Jonah got swallowed by the whale, that it turned him white. And he'd lost all his hair, and he didn't have any eyebrows, and, you know, he'd look kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. he looked kind of freaky, when he went and said, look, I've been swallowed by a fish, you need to repent, people listened because mm-hmm. of his story. Right? He had some impact when this guy shows up without any hair and he's all white and he says, I've been swallowed by a fish, you need to repent. That's got a lot more power than than somebody that doesn't have that experience. And so you've been given, like you said, a wonderful microphone and I'm so glad you called in today because I did not know that. Yeah. Three minutes is it's what you got. Three minutes. And of course you well, experienced the horror of what happened. Yeah, well, essentially it takes 20 to 30 seconds for your smoke detector to detect the smoke. So really, you have about two and a half. <laughs> wow. And and Bob had an experience this week, Pam, where his truck caught on fire, a big, huge truck, and they thought that they just had a wiring problem, but I saw a picture. The whole thing went up, and how many minutes did they have to get out of that truck? 
not long at all. And, and it was amazing what you said about people going back in to get things. I, my driver actually, I'm not, he reached back, he tried to get back in the truck to, to get a check. And I'm like, oh, you, you can't do that. I mean, it's paper. You're a person. You're a human being. You're, you have a soul. Let that paper burn up. But, you know, he was all right. He didn't get injured or anything. But, you know, I just was so flabbergasted that he thought that piece of paper was worth getting. And uh, you're you and, ringing and, and, my and, bell and, today. You know, what's crazy is that this. just the, the, this week, this week, Pam, mm. I had somebody tell me, and I forget what the conversation was, but they said everybody should have a fire extinguisher in their car. Oh. <laughs> it, it's yeah, inexpensive and- to carry but if something happens, boom, you can buy a fire extinguisher. How cheap? And you just you knock right. that thing that fills the car with foam and get out. And then right. it might save your life. Just a simple investment of a fire extinguisher in your car or in your home. Well, we have, the well. other thing is with all of the electric windows and stuff we have now. Oh, yeah. Uh, you really need something to break your window to be able to get out of your car if you have the electric windows. They have those <laughs> little glass breakers available and all the little hammers and uh um it's just amazing well, that Pam, i'm so grateful that you called in you would think i planned this but I <laughs> god planned it i'll tell you that's who planned it so i am so glad you called in and i'm so glad um that you see uh that god's given you a unique voice to to speak to that god bless you i appreciate it you have yeah, a great a happy new Take year care. all right thank uh, you happy new year well, that, you know, it just goes to show me that I just don't have a clue about so many things. But I would love for you to call in with your thoughts about what we're talking about today. You know it's touching your heart somewhere. So call us, 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. What's got you fired up for 2017, Bob? She's uh, talking about sprinklers. And just the other day we were talking, I was showing the place to some people and they were looking around and, and back in the back, uh, under the shed, we have a sprinkler system even out there, not just in the office, but under the shed and, and everywhere that, you know, the whole building is sprinkled. Really? And um, they were just amazed. And I was like, you know, uh, even you if You saw it, how fast. Oh, yeah. You saw how <laughs> fast. And how far it spread and how it just went from place to place. And though... Well, you I know, have to. Old I, building I, I was got a minute wood. to share this story. I'll see if I can get it done. Years ago, how many years ago, Bob? Did you do the Super Bowl ad, the first one? Was that? I think it was nine years ago. Nine years ago, Bob was going to do a Super Bowl ad, and he was on my show, and he sent me it ahead of time because I, he was excited about it because he was talking about people to go to church. On you know that they needed it, and so he was going to do an ad in the Super Bowl for people to go to church. And I'll tell the rest of that story that how it relates to Bob's fire when we come back. We got so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up, but we need your call 866 348 7884. We're on fire. Christian Car Guy show coming up.
think it's Yes, that something's burning. What's burning for 2017 for you? What has God put on your heart that you're on fire to share? We would love to hear your thoughts. 866-348-7884. Yes, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And we do have some car stuff to discuss today. And we are going to share the Jesus Labor Love update. That's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis and as you might imagine, there's a lot of that that happens this time of year. And uh, just this very week, um, I had a lady's car break down in a cracker barrel. I won't say where. And there it was. And the starter was bad. And it was amazing to me that, you know, people like Bob Jerry from um, Ray's Body Shop, their record service, went and got the car. And then Allegria's auto repair, he he fixed it for the lady and and, you know, it was kind of neat because her father chimed in and helped somewhat with the money for the starter. And and then, you know, there was donations from some of you out there that helped on some of the other part of this. It's just amazing how God puts all these resources together. And as I often say, one of my favorite things I get to do with this was to pray with a lady, which, you know, when they're on the phone and, they're, and they, they're, you know, you can imagine what it would feel like. You have no money. It's Christmas time. Your car is broken in the parking lot at Cracker Barrel, and you have n- no way to get to it, no way to get it fixed. And, you know, it had been there actually over the weekend. This one came in over the weekend. Another lady with a transmission. Bob, you know about this one all too well. And I wish, Bob, that, in fact, maybe I ought to play you the message that I got on my phone from her and what it meant for her son, her, you know, son in his childhood that she felt like Jesus had come to the rescue for her and her son this Christmas, that 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 transmission got put in that car and she was driving it yesterday. She was driving it yesterday. And she and she called and, and she left that message. And so, you know, we think, I, I just feel like I'm the middleman in all this so much because I get to hear what's going on with the ladies. I get to see how God blesses people and there's so much that goes on with this. And if you want to take part in it, either through prayer, and believe me, we need people who can pray, or maybe you want to volunteer to help make phone calls to the people to vet them and the stuff that goes on, it's right there at christiancarguy.com. There's a menu tab that says Jesus Labor of Love, and there you can find out all about the Jesus Labor Love, or if you need to make an application, or you want to sign up in any way, shape, or form, all the contact information's there, as well as the address which we've given out many times on the air, is 238 SARA, S-A-U-R-A, Lane, Winston-Salem, 27107. But that address now is at christiancarguy.com as well, and we would love for you to help out there. Now, we do have a caller from Seattle we're going to get to in a minute. I'm very excited about that. But before I do that, I want to share Bob's story about the fire. So Bob, it was actually what we, we were talking about it over the break, that the Super Bowl ad we're talking about now was one he did to go to church, but he didn't know it was going to end up in the Super Bowl. But he had an opportunity to put it in the Super Bowl, and he shared that with me, and this was six years ago now. And so I put it up at ChristianCarGuy.com and you know shared that and this was a wonderful video that I showed as a YouTube, which was a commercial on why you would go to church, how people you know need a good mechanic, well, you need – God, when you're in trouble, you, you go to a mechanic when you're in trouble, it's a great time to go to church. It was a great ad that Bob had done. And so that week, 
that his fire started. It just so happened that very week that I had posted an article at ChristianCarGuy.com on the world's oldest car. The man that was, I forget, he was 88 years old or something like that, and he had an old Bentley or something. And I had posted this article, and it had gotten picked up by a German blog somewhere. And so Germany, when they picked it up, then the Los Angeles Times picked it up, and my website went crazy. And I was getting 4 billion hits at my website that particular week. And the interesting thing was they didn't link the article. They linked my website. Well, on the homepage of my website for that week was Bob's article on why to go to church. And so I thought it was more than miraculous that I was getting more, more traffic at my website than ever in the history of Christian Car Guy. And when they got there, everybody was seeing this commercial on why they should go to church, whether they were in Germany or they were tuned in the Los Angeles Times or whatever. And as I am sharing this story, I'm, I was given an opportunity that same week to speak at a, a men's prayer group up in the top of a tower that overlooks all of Winston-Salem. You know, it, you know, it was a Piedmont club up there. And so I'm giving this talk on how my website's going crazy because of this thing with Bob's, you know, commercial and all. And while I'm giving this talk, I'm looking out over the city of Winston-Salem and there's this huge smoke coming up. And I was later to find out that that was Bob's fire. You know, Bob had put a bullseye on his back, essentially, when you, when you take on, <laughs> you know, the evil one. He, he, he finds a way. But it's interesting how God took something like that, Bob, and made it into a miraculous thing. Well, it's just something that I really firmly believed in that, uh, you know, so many people think, well, I can't go to church. I got to get my life straightened out first. Well, you know, if your car's broken, you don't wait for it to fix itself. You take it to the master mechanic, you know, and uh, just invited people to visit the master mechanic of life uh, of life on Sunday. Didn't necessarily promote our church or anything. The message was just brought by, by our church. Yeah, and so, by the way, that's still at ChristianCarGuy.com. But we have Julie has been hanging on a long time. She's got something about her mom that she wants to share. Julie, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just, um, my mom was 96, and she just died a couple days ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And, um, but she was just such a, you know, faithful, godly woman. But, you know, not real high flames or anything, but just steady. And, you know, just a constant burning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she just, you know, raised four girls by herself, and um, <clears throat> she had a lot of help from family who, they were believers, you know, so they all trusted in God and just stayed by the Bible, and we went to church and and uh, just had a great, great church. It was just a, a little brethren assembly, but everybody just rallied around us and, you know, we went to Sunday school, just did all the weekly prayer meeting, and but she just was steady, you know. She just, and she helped at the Bible camp and took people to church and picked up people for this and that and went and worked in their gardens. And I mean, she was just a, a faithful, loving mom and friend to so many. And, you know, it's just kind of, that's her, that, that, glow. that we want to yeah. keep that going, you know. That's, and, a, <clears throat> that's amazing, though, that uh, you mentioned the fire that's steady and not yeah. the big raging fire that burns out quick sometimes, you know. Some folks, yeah. their fire just, you know, burns all at once and then it's out. But yeah. uh, the slow, steady fire is the one that God's after, I'm sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. And the neat thing about that, Julie, is I was, as you were mentioning it, I could feel the warmth. You know, clear here in Winston-Salem, and I know you're I over know. in Seattle, but I, I'm feeling the warmth of your mother's love that, that, that went through that church, that went through your life. But there's yeah. an interesting, I, I have to relate it really quickly to, to a car, because, you know, it's just what I do. <laughs> but one time I, I w- went to this school that Mercedes put on that was going to show how the fires burned in a cylinder when the gas got ignited by a spark plug. Mm-hmm. And they showed what happens when you use cheap, low-octane gas. And they put, they put, the, yeah, they put this little drop of gasoline in a tube, in a glass tube, and they lit it of, of low-octane fuel, and it about broke the tube because it just exploded. Wow. And then they took really high-octane in the same little tube, and they ignited it with a match. And it was the most beautiful, slow flame you have ever seen in your life. And it just made this like, and it just went across the tube in this beautiful blue. And I'll never, ever forget the image as long as I live. And, the, and when you were talking about it, for me, I'm seeing this wonderful blue flame that, you know, God has given us of love that, that doesn't consume, but actually warms our hearts and, and, and really makes life worth living. Because, you know, yeah. I, I lost my mom this year, too. Oh. And so, <laughs> How old was she? She was 85. Oh. And um, I had a lot of wonderful years, of course. If you listen to the show a long time, you might have heard her call in. But yeah, no, it I, was, I, oh, oh, she you called in too? Oh, oh all the time. Yeah. Uh, especially, wow. well, not so much this year because she'd really been suffering. But, you know, it's just a wonderful warmth that she certainly gave me. So I am yeah. so thankful for your call, Julie. God bless you. Yeah. And, and thank you thank for the you. memory. And actually, I just, my mom actually has been the last almost seven years in a Christian facility. Krista, and they just have lovingly cared for her, those caregivers, you know. Wow. Oh, but she, and she would be kind of confused sometimes, but she would always be saying, oh, Father, oh, Father, she would be telling Oh, we got to go to a break. Will we <laughs> okay. have more Christian Car Guys show? Thank, thank you, Julie, you. for calling in. We have more callers, and we're going to find out about another consuming, and we have all sorts of stuff coming up, so stay tuned. We are fired up today on the Christian Car Guys show, and we would love to hear your story. You can share 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Your thoughts on what we've been talking about today, fired up for 2017. we got a couple callers coming up, and I want to get to them in a minute, but I do want to do our appraisal by the real black book, and God's put this on my heart this week as well. And it, he, he intrigued me about fire, but the other thing that happened was I came across a free book, and when I, you know, Ravi comes across a free book that I want to read. It's amazing. And this book was written by someone called Brother Lawrence, who also lived in the 1600s. And he didn't write the book, but a man that knew him wrote it called The Practice of the Presence of God, The Best Rule of a Holy Life. And to understand a little bit about Brother Lawrence, many of you have probably heard of him, and many of you maybe have read the book. 
and it's free. You can get it as a Kindle. But this was a monk. He was a very, very simple man. He was actually a cook. But somehow or another, he had mastered practicing the presence of God. And he was renowned for that this man, you know, the whole idea that they teach tell us that we're supposed to stay constantly in prayer. And somehow or another, he had managed to where he felt like he stayed constantly in prayer. He was always in prayer. He was always in the presence of God. He was always praying. And so people came from far and wide to see this little cook who was a monk to find out how he did it. And it's amazing the fruit of the man's life because this other man who ended up writing about these conversations he had with him, so intrigued Brother Lawrence, he started to write him letters on how he could do it. And the man turned it into a book that this book is the free book. But I just, it's a very short book. It's very easy to read compared to other books from the 1600s, is my experience. And so I want to read you the eighth letter that he sent this man because it so much has to do with my opinion with being consumed in fire. The eighth letter says, Concerning wandering thoughts in prayer. Now, immediately when I read that, I w- it had my intention. You tell me nothing new. You are not the only one that is troubled with wandering thoughts. Our mind is extremely roving, but as the will is the mistress of our faculties, she must recall them and carry them to God as their last end. When the mind, for want of being sufficiently reduced by collection at our first engaging in devotion, has contracted certain bad habits of wandering and dissipation, they're difficult to overcome. I'm sure you've experienced that. I know I have. And commonly draw us against our wills to the things of the earth. I believe one remedy for this is to confess our faults and to humble ourselves, humble ourselves before God. I do not advise you to use a multiplicity of words in prayer. Many words and long discourses being often the occasions of wandering. Hold yourself in prayer before God like a dumb or paralytic beggar at a rich man's gate. Let it be your business to keep in your mind in the presence of the Lord. If it sometimes wander and withdraws itself from him, do not much disquiet yourself for that. Trouble and disquiet serve rather to distract the mind than to recollect it. Now listen to what he's saying. Don't beat yourself up if you can't stay there. I mean, this guy, he understood some things. But that's amazing, though, because so many times if I get distracted, then I get aggravated. So I'm distracted and aggravated. So I love his message there. He says, the will must bring it back to tranquility. If you preserve in this manner, God will have pity on you. (laughs) One way to recollect the mind easily in time or prayer and preserve it in more tranquility is to not let it wander too far. At other times, you should keep it strictly in the presence of God and being accustomed to think of him often, you will find it easy to keep your mind calm in time of prayer, or at least recall it from its wanderings. I have told you this at large in my former letters of the advantages we may draw from this practice of the presence of God, but let us set us about it seriously and pray for one another. I love the way he ends that. He says, pray for one another, getting back to if we can burn. And you can tell this man was consumed with the love of God. He was engulfed in this slow burning flame that we've been talking about and by praying for this other man and the other man prayed for him and shared this word with us it's just unbelievable well we have to get to our callers we got ann is in huntersville ann can you go quick for us um yes hi bobby uh, uh, how are you guys doing, doing and happy good. new year, happy new um, year. I'll, I'll i'll try to talk fast because i got too much to say <laughs> as per usual. But um, for me personally, 
the couple of verses that come to me, and I'm loving what you guys are talking about, and I love Brother Lawrence's book, too. But a couple of things is the Deuteronomy 8, 2, that you remember all the way the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness, humbling you and testing you. So for me, it's a remembering, because I have time with the Lord every day. It's not piety. It's necessity. It's neediness. You know, so that to me is so important. He established that a long time ago. But I'm finding a weariness in myself that, uh, you know, in terms of... uh, old dreams not being fulfilled and that sort of thing. Uh, so he is really doing miracles this year uh, in unusual ways to make himself very visible because I have had to pray very intentionally this year with a job for me at my age and stage of being a nanny to triplets <laughs> or two. And then, But he's done things like given me uh, free uh, glasses that I didn't deserve, frankly. And uh, I mean, uh, just uh, a silly thing like a, a bowl that I'd had for years, a medium size that I used all the time, and it broke. And I went to Goodwill as, like, as he led me, and <laughs> there was the exact same bowl. Uh, you know, yesterday. And it's, my left... it's, it's exactly like what we were talking about. You're well, practicing exactly. the presence yes. of God in the little, yeah, and... whether you're breaking the bowl or. Yeah, yeah. The, the greatest to the to the littlest. But at the same time, my prayer has been God. You know, because uh, Psalm thirty-seven twenty-three it says, "The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way, and and though he falls, he will not be cast down." I'm finding that I have to lay on the altar, really. Old dreams, especially the one about a Christian film that I've been trying to produce. Oh, I know about that. And we got to go really quick because I got another caller and I just got a couple of minutes. I want to get them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just reordering our our thoughts according to what he wants in our lives. But thanking him for this last year, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. (laughs) God bless. Thank you, Ann. All right. We got Carol is in Renton, Washington. Carol, you're on the Christian Hi. Car Guy show. I'm glad I got you in for a couple minutes. I feel very strongly that we need to pray fervently and daily if possible for our leaders in our country, for our current president. He has three weeks left to do damage or great good. And for our president-elect, Donald Trump, and all his administration appointees, etc. First um, Timothy 2.1 says, I urge them, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And we can pray for our police officers. We can pray that our president-elect would spend time with godly people and in God's Word and have God's wisdom and all the well, Carol, I, I could not agree with you more, and I'm so glad you brought that up because what a great way to end the show today. Bob, I'm sure you'll join with me in prayer as we pray. Lord, we do ask that for all our listeners, you would help us to become more fervent in 2017, to come to your throne and to ask for your presence and, and, and ask that you touch our country, our lives, our families, our loved ones. Um, that they too would get consumed like Brother Lawrence of just constantly being in your presence. Wow, if the president could enjoy that kind of relationship with you that Brother Lawrence did. Or wow, if if the president-elect could, could enjoy that relationship. But even more so, our families, our children, all those things. We just want that for everyone. And you certainly deserve to be praised by all those people. Thank you for an opportunity to share this show today on New Year's Eve. And 
Happy New Year, everyone. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And Bob, have you got a last word for us? Just thanks for having me here today. It's I thought I was the messenger and I was the uh, receiver of the message today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy.